Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Get all comfortable and warm in your bed so that you can relax your body and let go of your busy day. Stephanie was sat at her dressing table in her bedroom. She was preparing to go to Moonbow Forest. It had been two weeks since she'd been and she was excited about it. She got so much to tell Luna, just, you know, general stuff about her life, things she'd been doing at school. Even though she had great adventures when she went to Moonbow Forest, she really enjoyed the downtime with Luna, just being able to sit with her and talk to her. Luna was a good listener and she was a good friend. She was an exceptional unicorn, of course, but she was a really good friend. Stephanie opened up her jewelry box and put her magical earrings on one by one. She closed her eyes and took a big, deep breath. The big deep breath went all the way down into her tummy and as she breathed out she felt her body, her shoulders especially, soften and relax. Her toes started tingling first. She stayed really, really still so she could feel the tingling sensation inside of her feet. It felt like someone was inside of her feet, tickling them with a feather. It was a nice sensation. And then the tickling, buzzing, humming sensation started to go through her body all the way up to her head really, really fast. Like a big shiver went through her body. Her nose started to itch. She reached up and gave it a scratch and it twitched and she moved it from side to side as if she was about to sneeze. And then she saw the veil the veil between this world and Moonbow Forest, right there in front of her face. It was sparkling, transparent so she could see through it, but everything on the other side was a little bit fuzzy at first. The sparkles were coming down as if the moon or the sun was shining down on gold or silver strands running through the veil. 
It was a really pretty curtain. And as she reached her left hand up and pulled it to one side, she stepped through. She stepped into the other world. Her favorite place to go. As usual, the first thing she felt was the grass underneath her feet. It was spongy. Today it was warm. And she knew before she even opened her eyes that it must be daytime, a sunny day. She squeezed her toes and moved her feet on the grass and really grounded and connected to it. Like she was landing on earth for the first time. It felt crunchy and soft and warm all at the same time. She opened her eyes and jumped back a little bit because Luna was right there in front of her face. Her long, beautiful face was almost touching Stephanie's. Stephanie giggled and Luna laughed and crossed her eyes as if she was going buzz-eyed and Stephanie laughed even louder. Why are you so close? she said. Luna said, I felt that you were coming. I have something to show you. Something completely different. Something you've not seen before when you visited. Stephanie said, Oh, I always love it when it's something new. Where are we going? Luna said, Climb on my back. We're going to Meatball Hill. Stephanie looked at her and said, Meatball Hill? Actually, I do fancy something savory. I haven't eaten lunch yet. Luna said, well, I also knew that. But there's something very special at Meatball Hill, and we need to go there for you to see it. And, of course, you're going to love Meatball Hill. Meatball Hill actually wasn't that far away. And Luna didn't fly. Stephanie noticed, but she didn't say anything. She got on Luna's back, and they started walking towards the west. But they were only about 20 paces in, and there was a very, very big tree there in front of them. They walked towards the tree, and as they got closer to the tree, it shifted and changed and the bark of the giant tree opened up and made an archway and Luna started to walk towards it, to walk through it. Like it was some kind of doorway to a different part of Mumbo Forest. Like a secret doorway, a secret passage. Luna kept walking until they got to the other side of the tree. 
and when they got to the other side of the tree, everything looked completely different. As if they'd literally just been picked up and put down somewhere else completely different in Moonbow Forest. It was like as if you were playing snakes and ladders and you went up a ladder but when you got to the top you were in a different place. You were in the same game but it looked completely different. That's what this was like. The tree had led them to a secret place in Moonbow Forest. And right in front of Stephanie was this big giant hill. A really big hill. With meatballs rolling down it, one after the other. And then when they got down to the bottom, it was like they swam around a lake of tomato sauce with meatballs floating in it and somehow started all over again. So they went up the hill at the back, rolled down at the front, swam around the lake at the bottom and went back up at the back and down at the front and did this over and over and over. Stephanie got off Luna and walked round to her face and said, Is this the hill? Luna said, Yes, this is definitely the hill. This is Meatball Hill. They started to walk towards the bottom where the lake was. Stephanie said to Luna, Now what? Luna said, We have to get to the top. What I want to show you is at the top. Okay, so how do we get to the top, said Stephanie. Luna said, Well, normally, we would fly, and that would be really easy. But we can't fly there today because I'm on my day of rest. Stephanie said, what does that mean? Luna said, ever so often we have a day of rest and all the unicorns here don't fly. So it's one of those days. We're going to have to figure out how to get to the top without flying. Luna continued to say, we're probably just going to have to climb it. Stephanie looked at the hill. It was going to be challenging. There were meatballs flying down it and it was covered in marinara sauce and there was a lake at the bottom that was full of marinara sauce and there didn't look like there was a moat or a bridge or anything like that to get to and over the lake of marinara sauce and meatballs. Do we have to swim? said Stephanie. Well, it looks like it, said Luna. Ooh, that's going to be so gross, said Stephanie. Luna said, 
Yeah, but it's going to be worth it. Trust me. But we're going to have to be really fast and really careful. We've got to dodge all of these meatballs coming down at us. Stephanie pushed up the sleeves on her shirt and said, Okay, let's do it. She was ready for an adventure after all. Every time she visited Moonbow Forest, it was some kind of adventure. This one was going to be extremely funny, extremely exciting, very messy, but also really cool and exciting at the same time. Stephanie stepped into the Marinera Lake. Luckily, it was only waist high. The sensation of stepping into a lake of marinara sauce, thick and glubby and warm, and it smelled so strong, like literally, like pizza sauce. The sensation was just so weird. It was thick and just felt so strange. She started wading her way through the sauce and at the same time both her and Luna had to dodge the meatballs that were coming towards them on the lake. Stephanie pushed one big meatball out of the way and got a handful of meatball and decided to have a taste. I mean why not? It was actually a really good meatball. And the sauce was delicious. It wasn't fun walking through, but it was really nice to eat. So good. They got to the other side of the marinara meatball lake and climbed up. Most of the hill was covered in sauce and meatballs. Some parts were just grass that was underneath, and it was long grass. This gave them the idea that they could probably pull themselves up on the tricky parts by grabbing hold of the long grass and using it to leverage themselves up. So that's what they did. They started climbing up the meatball hill. At one point, a meatball was coming straight for them and they were coming down that hill fast. Both Stephanie and Luna rolled out of the way really quickly, just missing the meatball. Phew, said Stephanie. It's like being hunted by meatballs or something. This is crazy. Keep your eyes out, said Luna. We've got a long way to go. They trudged their way up the hill. They dodged about four meatballs by the time they got to the top, but they made it. They got there. They'd done it. Thank goodness. Stephanie reached down and slapped as much 
marinara sauce off her clothes as possible. She was absolutely covered in it by now. It was in her hair, on her nose, it was everywhere. She looked like a meatball. She looked at Luna, who was absolutely covered in it too, and started laughing. You look like a meatball, she said to Luna. Luna said, speak for yourself. Okay, said Stephanie, why are we here? What's this all about? Luna walked into the middle of the top of Meatball Hill. And it was open, like as if you get to the top of a volcano. And it's open, and you can look down and look inside. That's what it looked like. Stephanie followed her and walked to the edge and peered down into the inside of Meatball Hill. We have to slide down there. Stephanie said, what? Are you nuts? That's so far. Luna said, trust me, I've done it plenty of times and it's really worth it. Trust me. Stephanie said, I totally trust you. Okay, let's do it. Stephanie sat down on her bum and Luna leaned back onto her bum and Luna was off. So Stephanie followed, sliding down the inside of Meatball Hill together. It was so cool. Stephanie was laughing and screaming. It was like the best fairground ride ever. The surface that they were on was really smooth, thank goodness, so it didn't bump or hurt their heinies. It was like sliding down on really, really thick marinara sauce. Gloppy and very, very, very gooey and sticky and just thick. They got down to the bottom quite quickly because they gathered up a lot of speed on the way down. And when they got down there, there was absolutely no sign of meatballs, no sign of marinara sauce. In fact, all that they were that was down there were dragons. Yes, dragons everywhere. Stephanie grabbed a hold of Luna very quickly. Even though the dragons were small, about the size of up to her tummy, they weren't big, giant dragons. They were all quite small. There were a lot of them, and Stephanie had never seen them before. And at first she wasn't sure if they were dangerous or anything. Luna said, don't worry. They're the cutest things ever. Every single dragon was holding a giant, fluffy marshmallow. Every single one of them. Like, out of all of them there, every single one had either one or two 
giant marshmallows in their hands. Stephanie could smell them. They smelled sweet and vanilla-like. And this made her tummy rumble. Stephanie looked up at Luna and said, Why do they all have marshmallows? And what is this place? Who are they? Luna said, These are the fluff dragons. Aren't they so cute? Luna said, Come forward, guys. Come forward. It's okay. This is Stephanie. She's a friend. All the little dragons seemed to come from everywhere. There were crevices and, and boulders and giant rocks down there and they seemed to come from behind them, from inside of caves. Fluff dragons everywhere. Stephanie said, What do they do down here? Luna said, Oh, they just all hang out together. They fly out sometimes, but most of the time they just stay in here. They have everything that they need. Inside of Meatball Hill is a marshmallow mine. Meaning, the marshmallows here are endless. You can't eat enough of them. And that's why all the dragons are here. The fluff dragons live off marshmallows. And it's like an ecosystem. Every time the fluff dragons eat marshmallows, more appear. Stephanie said, Well, I'm pretty hungry. Do you think I could have a marshmallow? One of the little dragons that was bright red that was stood in front of her totally understood what she said. It popped a marshmallow in its mouth and then did the biggest burp and as it burped, a flame popped out of its mouth. The dragon reached inside of its mouth and took out the most perfectly cooked marshmallow in the entire world. It was roasted to perfection. He reached out his little dragon hand and passed it to Stephanie. Stephanie took it from him and popped it in her mouth. It was delicious. Oh, she said. Oh, how did they get them so that they're just right? It was all gooey and warm inside. The little dragon started to jump and giddily flap its dragon wings as if it was really excited about the fact that she liked his marshmallow. And then she was in trouble because all the other fluff dragons came forward and popped their marshmallows in their mouth. They all burped at the same time. Flames flew out of their mouth. And then they all started passing her marshmallows, perfectly, perfectly cooked. One, two, ten, twenty. She had to move her arms into the shape of a bowl. She was very happy about it. She could eat a lot of marshmallows. She sat down and started to munch on them. And then the dragons seemed to get comfortable and they all just carried on doing what they normally do down there. 
popping the marshmallows in their mouth, having a big burp and blowing out the remainder of the flames, and then magically appearing the most perfect, most deliciously cooked marshmallows. Stephanie and Luna were there for quite a long time. Stephanie's belly got really big and bloated and she told the little fluff dragons that she could not eat one single bite more. She was so full she felt a little bit sick. Luna said, well, it's time to go back anyway. The fluff dragons didn't talk, but they were so entertaining. They were very, very cute. And they just constantly ate marshmallows down there. That was pretty much all that Stephanie saw them doing. Roasting marshmallows one after the other. But they were so happy and jolly and kind and very, 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 very cute. Stephanie told them she would definitely visit again. They all hugged her and said goodbye. And then Luna said they could fly out of there because her time of rest was over. So Stephanie climbed on Luna's back and they flew up and out of Meatball Hill. Stephanie and Luna came back through the giant tree. And when they got to the other side, Mumbo Forest looked just like it did before. Stephanie gave Luna the biggest hug and said thank you and that she'd had a great time and she'd be back soon. And then the next moment, Stephanie found herself laying on her bed, back in her bedroom back into her everyday life. She was still super, super bloated. She grabbed a hold of her pillow and pulled it in close to her body, rolled over onto her side and fell fast asleep. The End